right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to Elevate Your Standards. I'm your host, as always, Derek Lauder. Today's episode, guys, going to be a going to be a quick one, not too long, short form as always. But we're going to be talking about the difference between marketing and sales. A lot of people group marketing and sales together; they kind of view them as one. We're going to talk about the difference, why it's important to focus on the marketing and then go for the sale. Break it down what the two different categories look like and when you should implement each one. <clears throat> and this applies a lot more than just to business guys, a lot more than just to entrepreneurs. This applies to everybody in their life because sales isn't always about selling a product for money. Sales can be about getting somebody to agree to your idea. It can be about, you know, influence is a good word to say, influencing people to work with you, uh, you know, getting you, your family to go out to the restaurant you want, whatever it is. You have to make sure that if you want something, there's ways that you can influence other people in a positive way to help you get to your goals. So we're going to talk about the difference between marketing and sales today. But first, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in. This is a second episode of the week. If you guys are still listening to us, really, really, really appreciate it. We are growing again. Still good at the end of 2020. I know it's a crazy time right now, so a lot of people aren't focused on this kind of content. They aren't focused on really any content at all except all the craziness, the political craziness. I just want to make a quick comment on this, guys, for anybody who is listening to this. Make a quick comment on all the stuff, you know, politics that's going on. No matter what the media and everybody might tell you, and maybe you have some very political friends or family members, whatever it is, the majority of the country is not as divided as everybody says. People have similar goals for this country. They want it to get to a place of prosperity where the most people are living the best life that they can. They want security for their family. Uh, they want a job. And most people are not as divided as everybody wants to make it. So just instead of spending your days worrying about how divided we are or you know contributing to division or hate, spend it contributing to unity and love instead because that's going to help you progress as a person, help you on this whole personal development journey because it's hard to develop personally if you're if you're if your energy is drained every day by the negativity that a lot is put out by the media and just by people in our in politics and our politicians as well. So let's just forget about all that for a little bit. Spread love and unity, not hate and division. And start to work on yourself even more than you have. Really zone in on it. Make it your escape. Make personal development your escape from you know, every, all the craziness that's going on in the world. Make it your escape so you can go into your personal development, focus on your books, your podcasts, you know, working on what you need to do, your passion, your business, your career, whatever it is, and make that your escape so you don't have to deal with everything that's going on. Don't listen to political stuff while you're doing it. Don't listen to, you know, news while you're doing it. Listen to music or old podcasts or good guests, whatever it is. Something that makes you happy, something that motivates you and makes you feel good. All right, so let's get right into it for today's episode, guys. Marketing versus sales. What is the difference between marketing and sales? why you need to market always before you're ready to go for the sale, and the different kinds of marketing and how they can apply. So today, we're going to talk about a certain kind of marketing. Okay, there's a lot of different marketing out there that you can do. Marketing applies to everybody, not just businesses. It applies to any idea, any uh, any person, personal brand, whatever it is. But you can launch campaigns, marketing campaigns in various different areas. You can launch awareness campaigns. You can launch monetization campaigns. You can launch opt-in campaigns, you know. There's various different marketing that you can do. The marketing we're going to talk about today is specifically the marketing to make a sale. So what I mean by that is if you have a product, you have an idea, you have a vision or you have a uh, an alternative to a solution, whatever it is, and you need to make that sale. You need to get that idea to be approved. You need the group to agree on your idea instead of somebody else's. You need to, you know, get this client, whatever it is, close the deal. We're going to talk about marketing to make a sale. My definition for the kind of marketing we're talking about, which is marketing to complete a sale, is influencing the customer's beliefs in a way that makes your sale as easy as possible. Now, what does that mean and how does that apply? Well, I'm going to break it down for you right now. Marketing is simply influencing and changing your customer's beliefs so that it now has a gap 
where you can fill it with your product or whatever it is that your idea, whatever it is you're trying to sell. So the first part of marketing is completely different from the second part of the process, which is sales. So before you ever sell, in order to make your sale as easy as possible, you have to make sure that you market first. Because if not, you're going in completely cold to somebody who's not ready for your idea. But if you can create a gap in people's beliefs before you go in for the sale, it makes your job as a salesman completely easier because now you just have to tie loose ends together that they already have. You have to answer questions that you've already created in their head. So before you're ever thinking about making a sale, you have to make sure that you market. And there are two completely different things. This is for influencing somebody on your idea. This is for making a pitch to investors. This is for if you have a business, whatever it is, marketing and sales are two completely different things. Marketing is influencing your customer's beliefs and sales is filling that belief gap that you created with your product. And this doesn't have to be a negative thing. When I say influencing their beliefs, a lot of times you're bringing something to their attention that you believe they really should know. Let's say that you're selling weight loss products. Okay, and there's a lot of people out there who are overweight and they're not in an urgent mindset to get back into shape. Your marketing can be switching that mindset, creating that belief, switching their beliefs to saying, wow, I really do need to get back into shape. And you can do this by showing them real data of how much, you know, longer they're likely to live if they have this, you know, if they're this in shape, if their cholesterol is this level, whatever it is, as far as the medically, that is not a negative, you know, manipulation. That is positively influencing someone's beliefs and changing their mindset to, oh, I'm okay with this, to seeing why, how much life, how much can my life be better if I was to lose this weight? And now they have a gap in their beliefs and now they believe they need to lose the weight and your job to sell this product becomes infinitely easier. Now, I want to give you an example for how marketing can really affect the sale and make it so much easier by using a restaurant as, as the first example, Okay. So the first example being a restaurant, let's think about a restaurant manager. Let's say that there's a woman or a man who owns a restaurant. She manages the bar of a restaurant. One day somebody walks in and says, hey, uh, I want to bartend for you. Here's my application. Now the manager, you know, doesn't think that they need any more help. They're, the employees never say anything. Everything, she thinks everything's all good. The schedule's made the same every week and everybody seems happy. So she doesn't really think they need any bartender. She smiles. She says, okay. She takes the application. She kind of stores it in her office. And the person who walks in never gets a call, never heard from again, because there's no urgency, right? I mean, he tried to make the sale. It doesn't matter if he came in and he he listed off how he was the greatest bartender in the world. There was no urgency to make the sale because there was no need. You know, in her belief, they did not need to get that bartender. Now, let's change it. Let's say that that bartender knows somebody who works at the restaurant already. And for a couple weeks before he even goes in, every couple nights, he has him say to the manager, hey, I really think we could use another bartender. You know, it'd be easier for other people to pick up shifts. It would give us more flexibility. Also, some nights we're just kind of understaffed and we could use one. If we just had one more bartender on the schedule, I think it'd be really helpful. Doesn't even mention that he has a friend that wants to bartender or anything like that. He just says this to him. You know, every couple nights says that to the manager. Hey, still, you know, I really think we could use a bartender. Maybe even have somebody else in the restaurant say it as well. Now, the same thing happens. In two weeks, that guy walks in with an application says, hey, this is all my skills for a bartender. I really want to bartend. The sale is going to be way easier. Immediately, the manager is going to be like open-minded. Okay, tell me a little bit about your bartending experience. There he goes. Now it's your opportunity to make the sale because you've done the marketing, you've created the belief gap, and now you have an opening. Now she has the belief, we need another bartender. So as soon as that person walks in and says, hey, here's my application. I want to bartend for you. It's closing a belief gap. Oh, we need another bartender. This is awesome. Okay, here it goes. I'm going to go and I'm going to see what this bartender has to offer. Now, you can say that that is like sneaky or whatever. I'm not saying go do that. I'm just giving you an example of how marketing can affect the sale, right? I'm giving you an example of how 
hot leads versus cold leads are two completely different things. If you want to put that into this example, a cold lead is walking in there and just saying, hey, here's my application. You know, warm a warm lead, a hot lead is they're already looking for a bartender and you did that. Maybe they put out an ad and then you go in for the bartender, right? Whatever it is. I'll give another example. Let's say that you that two sports teams making a trade, okay? If one GM, the job of that GM is really to convince the other GM or the other manager of the sports team, whatever it is, the other coach, president, whoever's dealing with the trade, that they need who they have, right? It's not selling their player. They know their player is good. That most people in the NBA know, know or NFL, whatever you want to put it, know the talent that goes around, right? I mean, they're not going to call and say, oh, you wouldn't believe how good Chris Paul is. They know how good Chris Paul is. The belief that they have to create, the, the task that's in front of them, is creating that gap in the beliefs that their team is already fine. Create that gap. If they can create the gap and that other manager starts to think, oh, wow, we really do need a point guard, and Chris Paul does make sense all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he does make sense. Not because Chris Paul got any better. Not because your sale got any better. Not because your package got any better. Because the belief gap, the belief in the people that were coming to your sale, the belief of your customers was completely different. So the goal of this is to make your sale, like I said, going back to my definition of this kind of marketing, make your sale as easy as possible. So now let's relate that to an actual business point of view, or better yet, let's go for another example that has nothing to do with business. What about, let's say you're going out to dinner with your family and you really wanna go to a specific restaurant, okay? And you know that it's gonna really be about just the majority of who chooses. So yeah, you can go about marketing that restaurant all you want and trying to sell it. Oh, the food's so good, oh, the food's so good. Blah, blah, blah. But most likely they all have their own reasons of, they all have their own in their mind of where the food is good. So how can you go about creating a belief that we need to go to this restaurant? Like what is this about this restaurant that's going to be different than the other ones? How are you going to market it? What's the belief gap that you can then fill this restaurant with, right? So maybe you start by talking about how you want, how we need to go somewhere close because this restaurant's close and because you know it's going to be an easier drive back and we may even need to call an Uber because the family wants to drink and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden the family starts to believe, okay, we need to go somewhere close. We need to go somewhere fast. We need to go somewhere that serves family style. And now the only thing that meets that criteria is the restaurant you want to go to. So marketing is everything, guys. It's literally everything. And when you start to look at life like that, you start to realize, okay, what you have to do is you have to positively influence people's beliefs. And for me, I think this is the key to personal development and to motivation, right? And this is what I try to do in my space is to change your belief that you can become whatever you want to. And that may sound cliche or whatever, but it's true. A lot of people think they just like can't, right? Well, once you believe that you really, the, the sky is the limit as long as you put your mind to it, you can start to implement discipline in your life and really it'll just change. And it also goes the other way around. Sometimes you start to implement discipline and then you start to realize that the sky's the limit. But that's all I'm trying to do is change. That's what this podcast is doing is slowly changing your belief that you are worthy. So that's not a negative manipulative thing at all. That's a positive thing. You know, these techniques can be used both ways. It's important to understand that they might be used both ways on you. So you need to understand them. But for most people, guys, if you're not coming from a positive point of view, a positive trying to help people genuinely, you're going to eventually fail because karma is always watching. The R's of karma are large and open. So make sure that you guys come from a positive point of view with these tactics because they're powerful tactics, right? You're influencing people's people's beliefs so that you can make a sale on a product. And there's absolutely ways that this can end up happening in bad faith or that you can use these tactics in bad faith. So don't. Make sure that you're always using them from a positive point of view and convincing people 
changing people's views in a positive way. Let me give you another example. So I've had a, a class online for a couple months. It's a Lucid Dream Masterclass. It's on, you can check it out, lucid, luciddreammasterclass.com. So what it is, is it's a class that teaches you how to lucid dream, which a lot of people, most people listening to this won't even know what that is. So that's the goal of my marketing is to verse convince you that you want to lucid dream because I believe, trust me, I believe that if you lucid dream, your life is way better. It's awesome. It's one of the most incredible experiences you can do and most people don't even want to do it. So the first goal of my marketing is to change people's beliefs so that they want to lucid dream. Get as many people as possible to really want to learn how to lucid dream and now the product sells itself because the product fills that gap. And overall, I'm helping people learn a skill that's life-changing. So that's a good example, guys. Just keep this in mind. Very, very powerful. One of the episodes that I've done that's not just kind of about motivation and skill, but really about a tactic you can use to implement in your life right now. So marketing versus sales, they're not the same, completely different. Marketing is implementing and changing beliefs, or as I like to say, making your sales easy as possible by influencing your customers' beliefs. And sales sales is coming in. We'll do a whole nother podcast on sales, but that's making the sale, you know, people write books. There's a whole podcast webinars on sales. We can talk a little bit about it. People have their own strategies, but the bottom line, sales is just about relationships, guys. It's about going in there now that they have a belief gap and talking to them and solving their problem. So thank you for tuning in. Elevate your standards, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, You can follow me on Derek Lauder on Instagram. That's where we post all our stuff as far as our blog posts, our YouTube videos, uh, our reels, everything. Pretty much Instagram's the hub. So follow me on Instagram, DerekLauder.com for this podcast as well. You can send it to your friends on there. It's an easy way to listen. And thanks again, guys. I appreciate it. Y'all have a great one.